Welcome to the Contractor's Best Friend Podcast. I'm Brad Humphrey, and we are sponsored again today by 4constructionpros.com and Caterpillar. And if you haven't signed up for our podcast, please go to 4constructionpros and uh, sign up. We've got a, a number of other podcasts that uh, you'll be uh, glad you, you're listening to them. Today we have Jason Hurtis and Lonnie Fritz. How are you guys doing? Good, how are you? Very good, Brad. Thank you. Good. I don't know if we've done a podcast yet that may be as sensitive as this one, to be honest with you. Um, I think it's chock full of good ideas on how to build a successful business. Whether you're, you're a new startup or you've been in business 30 years, we all know that there's a lot of challenges. What I wanted us to do today, if we can, is we, we have limited, and there's a thousand different reasons why people can be successful, but we're not going to have time to talk about that. We want to share five, well, five needs, maybe five strategies that can help you become more successful or maintain that level of success you, you've obtained at this point. And there's a, and of the five, Jason, I'll let you start off with the first one. Capital, the whole issue of money is obviously a huge issue for contractors. Give us, give us some insights on that. Money, money does make the world go round. Capital, as far as a business, can be broken up in two forms, if you ask me. One would be the soft. You know, people assets, um, advertising, marketing, promotion for your business. That's kind of soft capital. Right. The hard capital would be, you know, your office, your buildings, your computer, your printer, cash and also machines and then in your machine portion of it you know you have to have a whole strategy around that too do you want to rent do you want to purchase used do you want to lease you know new or used what are you gonna do for maintenance because that's all gonna eat in your cash which is gonna affect your soft of people it's gonna probably affect your advertising how to recruit people for that so that one's critical and you have to have that plan I mean that can't be a 30-day plan that can't be a 90-day plan that has to be a multiple year year plan. You have to have a good financing company. You got to have a good credit rating. You should know your banker by their first name. Exactly. And when you see him or her in the grocery store, should probably say hi because they're gonna they're gonna help you through the tough times, which are gonna come. And, and let me let me add. You, you said bankers and, and finance people. You know, I've I've not done this a lot, but I've done it with a hand handful of my clients over the years, where I've actually gone to the bank with them. They introduced me to their banker. And my purpose was to help educate the banker on our industry. Sure. Because as you know, some of the subcontractor, you know, specialists out there, um, they are seasonal. So they may not do as much work in December, January, and February. This is very, obviously anything north of the Mason-Dixon line, so to speak, a lot of these contractors that are listening can relate to that. They may be down. They may still do a little bit of work, but nothing like the season. But they may not really get cash flow going till May or June from jobs that were done back in April and May. And the banks don't always understand that. And so what you're saying, uh, um, it, it, Jason, is spot on in terms of knowing what your money situation is, if you're going, and, and, and many guys and gals will take a little bit of a seasonal loan to get them through some of those tight cash periods. And they, they more than make it up later, but bankers don't always know that. And so if there is, I would just add to what you said, that if you have a banker that you like, but they don't really understand your business, or if you get a lot of threatening letters or, <laughs> or emails, maybe you need to go in and sit down and say, can I tell you how this works? And uh, you, you may be surprised how that, how that shakes out. I like the capital for a lot of reasons. You know, one of the things the Small Business Association says about new startups, and one of the main reasons 
that they do go under, companies go under, is because they really didn't have enough money. They didn't have enough capital to begin. They should have never started the business. And it takes money to make money, right? It does, doesn't it? Well, <laughs> and right now we're sort of, I mean, this is, I mean, obviously this could be a seasonal comment. You know, we're sort of in a good period right now for a lot of contractors. Right, yeah, and so an employee sees what's going on. Hey, I can do that. Yes. And so we get some of these spinoffs, and then they find out within six months they don't have anything left because they weren't they were undercapitalized yep. from that standpoint. You know, a second need, strategic need, um, Lonnie, that I've seen is is the is the lack of having a business plan for crying out loud. Yeah, exactly. It's you know I, I kind of tell you this is where are we going? Where are you going? Where, what's your compass telling you? Right. You know what what market are you in? I uh, look at leveraging your strengths. You know, if you're looking at three to five years out, are you the uh, the greatest hot mix asphalt paving company in your area? Yeah. If there's increased opportunity to grow your business, then maybe that's where you need to leverage it. Can you increase your margins by turning out more tons out of your asphalt plant? Is it an opportunity to expand your crews and, and maybe get your own plant instead of expending for material to a third-party supplier that you're depending on um, only when they can run. Um, also, we got to put in there the fleet needs. That's right. You know, as we look at new machines, new technology that is cutting time, you know, fractions of time that we used to use with the full stakes, uh, stake job sites versus the near stake list now because we still have to have control points um you know do we have the fleet that can take advantage of these new machines and technologies that make us more efficient more productive safer more profitable allowing us to trim 46 percent off as studies of ours have shown the job site that allows for growth and expansion within itself exactly and that has to factor into let's say our three to five year plan so i, I kind of like to call it our compass mm -hmm. what do we need to do to get there and i can't speak enough for deep financial roots i've seen that from my own two eyes and experienced it when it gets into bonding capacity if you have aspirations to grow your company and you do not have the bonding capacity to grow it because you don't have the financial roots, you're going to catch yourself going in a circle and chasing your tail. Yeah, so you a lot set, of things to be considered there. Yeah, absolutely. And you may be setting yourself up for the for the perfect storm financially. Correct. Right. And, don't and overextend yourself. Yeah, it all comes crashing down on you. You know, as you were talking, I was, think, I was thinking about that. I like the term compass. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Because um, you don't always know step by step exactly what that next step is going to be, but the compass gives you that general direction. I will tell you that as a contractor, if you're listening right now, if you don't have a business plan for the next three to five years, I, I would make a high priority to do that. There's nothing magical about it, but it allows you to put on paper in front of your eyes what you really believe you're capable of doing. And, and I wouldn't do it in a vacuum by yourself. I would encourage people to get some of their senior people, including a spouse, if they're you know if they're very tight in the business. Bring these people together. They know you the best, and uh, they may be able to help you put down what you really are thinking down the road. And this may sound pretty blunt, but check your pride at the door. Yep. Any any uh, overconfidence, known right. as ego, potentially. Right. Just be real. We never know when things may slow down a little bit. Right. You know, if we get on a pretty good pace and we set our throttle to a growing economy and then it goes the other way while we're trying to grow, now we're going in two opposite directions. Now it gets even more costly. Yeah. And, you know, I know many of our podcasts have been more technical in nature, which, which it should be. But in this particular podcast, I think the technical has a place even in the business plan. Because if you're, you know, if you're, if if you're looking at maybe uh, opening up a little bit of a shingle out uh, uh, in a town 300 miles away, because you've got a couple of customers that are building there or need your services over there, that's great. 
Um, and if you're interested in doing that, what does your business plan suggest from a planning standpoint? You know, are you going to purchase equipment? Are you going to uh, are you going to open up an office? Or are you just going to run back and forth? I mean, those are decisions that really ought to be thought out pretty well before you just take off. One of the mistakes I do find, quite honestly, guys, when a contractor has expanded geographically to another area, the last thing they think about is equipment. Yes. Yep. It is. We're going to mobile our existing fleet, mobilize our existing That's fleet. That's exactly right. Just new assets. Do I need to leave the assets back right. here at home, per se? Right. Um, creating mobility and expanding into other areas, you get in new labor markets. Right. Most generally, somebody's already there. That's right. And now you're going to come in from out of town and try to compete against the ones that have those deep-rooted relationships That's with right. the suppliers, the labor force, the That's equipment right. manufacturers, the dealers. Um, so it can be tough sledding, so you really have to know what you're getting yourself into. We've had so much to talk about today that we're going to keep talking. Please join us for more. You can tune in to the rest of our discussion on 4constructionpros.com or your favorite podcast outlet.